Beneath the winter's chilling snow, the heart of summer beats below. Beneath the old world, you can see there breathes a new world that will be. From Old Coyote, hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for December 14th to 21st, 2018, the first quarter of the cold moon. And here are some natural events for this quarter moon. According to the Almanacs, the length of daylight this week is about nine hours here in eastern Maine. So if you work an eight-hour day, that gives you a whole 60 minutes to enjoy outdoor recreation in daylight less whatever time it takes you to get to work and back. For most of us, it's dark when we get up, and it's dark when we lie down. Add the cloudy or stormy days and the bundling clothes and the recent unusually cold weather, and you can see why so many respectable people simply can't abide a main winter. Some migrate south with the songbirds. Some see their therapist more often or sit by a light box or try vitamins or other herbal remedies or a little liquid Christmas cheer. Some take it out on others. Some consider it a good time to die, as the lengthy obituary pages testify these days. But it isn't just the darkness outside that makes this season so trying. It's the darkness inside, too. Fear, sadness, grief, resentment, depression, all loom as we spend more time in our igloos and less time dipping blubber with others. We fret over our health or our children or our legacy or national politics, the things we never did or the things we did that we never should have done. We lie awake at night listening to the coyotes and the cold winds howling. We see the great dark grizzly bear of the north looming over the horizon with icy fangs glistening, meaty breath coming in clouds, claws raised to crush everything we hold dear, to drag us away from our warm fire off into the cold night. And trying to run from the great bear is like running in a dream, not going anywhere. Face it. Sometimes that is what winter feels like around here. So that's why our ancestors held out through the winter together, gathered in clan, tribe, or village. As the darkness grew, the last harvest was in and the hunting done. The ancients gathered to light lights, sing songs, and tell stories to mark the passing of the long nights and brief days as high and holy days as sacred time. They set aside this season to recount and reenact their holy history that could not be sung or spoken at any other time of the year. They made sure that the very old, the very young, and the unfortunate had enough to get them through. And in doing these things, they drove away fear. With the great dark grizzly bear looming over us, we can do as they did. 
We can leave off our own thoughts and think theirs for a while. We can sing their songs and tell their stories. It helped them survive and thrive through countless winters. Sure enough, or we wouldn't be here today. Here's a field and forest report. It can be fascinating to tramp through a fresh snow, seeing it etched far and wide with the stories of animal activity written in a script that can be learned by the curious. Here, a crow landed to forage under the snow, and there, two deer walked through the orchard and parted the white cover with their hooves, looking for frozen apples. So evocative are these writings that we can almost see the creatures who inscribe them and think their thoughts, too. And here's a rank opinion. To get in the holiday spirit, wouldn't it be good to help our neighbors over the cold months ease global warming by walking more, carpooling into town, and running errands for others? Maybe we have extra firewood or an unused wood stove to donate to keep someone warm. Our towns and our churches have emergency funds that need financial support. There are Christmas angels we can help to give practical gifts to local children. We can sing carols loudly outside, put out birdseed for the songbirds and food scraps for the crows and gulls. And uh, this will get me in a little trouble. We can cut back on shopping. That's the true spirit of old St. Nick, who cared for the unfortunate, never shopped, and is still fondly remembered by millions, young and old, every year. And finally, here's a seed pod for you to carry around with you. This one from Henry David Thoreau's Journal, 1841. Here is the distinct trail of a fox stretching a quarter of a mile across the pond. Now, I'm curious to know what has determined its graceful curvatures, its greater and lesser spaces, and how surely they are coincident with the fluctuations of some mind. Here was one expression of the divine mind this morning. The pond was his journal and last night's snow made a clean slate for him. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>